Grace Allen. And I'm Ricardo Allen. And we are the Allens. Welcome to our podcast where we share our unfiltered insights, perspective, and knowledge on this roller coaster of a ride that we call life. Ricardo Allen is down at the 42 and a half, 43. Join us as we go all in on all topics ranging from changing diapers to preparing for Super Bowl Sunday. Guns it across the middle. Ricardo Allen, the interception. 35, 30, Allen 20. Welcome to All In with the Allens. guys, I am here to give you a little pregnancy update. Since the last time that I recorded an update, things have changed, which why I'm surprised at this point, I, I don't know. And nobody else should be surprised either because this baby just does what it wants. Um, I know that I'm going to love that about it as soon as it's on the outside of my body and I watch all the miraculous things that it does with its life because it is just so sure of who it is and what it wants. And that's going to be as equally challenging (laughs) as it is insanely beautiful to witness. But with it right now, living on the inside of me, I will say like, I'm pretty, I'm pretty over it. So going to hit a few bullet points. So since my last update that I did after the growth scan, the baby has now moved back to being in the optimal breech position. From 30 weeks until that growth scan, the baby was frank breech, which is the optimal breech position for attempting a natural birth. But when I went in for the growth scan, somehow the baby had gotten itself into a footling breech position, which you cannot deliver naturally because of the risk of cord prolapse. So if there's feet coming out first, the cord can get wrapped and it's just a whole mess that that is a risk that we are 100% not willing to take. So that was why that growth scan and finding that the baby was in that position was so devastating because that was like the one thing that we had no option to overcome. Like we, that was just a non-negotiable. My doctor, it's a non-negotiable we just weren't going there. So to hear that that was the position it was in at the growth scan was pretty upsetting. And at that point, I just started praying the baby would find a way to be head down. But I didn't even think about the fact that the baby could probably get itself back into being frank breach easier than it could head down. And that's exactly what it's done. So also since that last appointment, I remember telling you that the number wasn't within the range, but now that it's been two weeks, the baby has gained weight. So that has now put it back into being in the safe range for a natural delivery. So just when I think I have wrapped my mind around a C-section, I even ordered like the C-section recovery underwear that I used with the past two kids. Like I completely just embraced that the best that I could, that that's what the story was going to be. And then I go in for my Um, just like weekly routine checkups where they've been ultrasounding me just because of position and everything else and come to find out now we're back with what we've been thinking for the last, I don't know, since 30 weeks. So I'm not sure if I have any progress as far as labor goes because I haven't been checked. So I go back and forth with like, okay, I'm going to have a cervical check and let them tell me if all these contractions are 
doing anything, if all this walking is doing anything, if all this sex is doing anything, if all this drinking of raspberry leaf tea and bouncing on yoga balls and all the crazy stuff that like people tell you works to induce labor. I don't know if I'm that girl. I don't know if it works for me. So I go back and forth about, oh, I'm going to have him check this week and tell me if I've had progress. And then every time I get in there, there's like this overwhelming feeling of, I don't want to be discouraged. And this pregnancy has been so mental for me in so many ways that I kind of have realized that there's so much that's out of my control that I, that I have, like I said, no control over that I need to take the things I can control and remove them from my mind. So like I can control being told whether my cervix is dilated or it's not. And if it is, yeah, that would make me really happy. But what happens if it's not? It's just one more thing to feel kind of like defeated about. So I have no idea what's going on down there. I figure I'm going to go into labor at some point and whether I'm dilating now in the days leading up to my due date or I'm not like when my body and this baby is ready to go into labor, those things will happen. So that's been a really hard decision for me to make because I do want to know. Everybody wants to know at this point, like every cramp you feel, even if you get a little bit nauseous or you have a headache, you're like, oh my gosh, is this labor? Like the number of times I've Googled, like how to tell if I'm in early labor, like it's just getting ridiculous at this point. So something else that has, um, not really changed, but something else that's happened is that because I switched practices so late into my pregnancy, my doctor and I have been like doing a lot of catch up work essentially because I didn't meet him until I was 27 weeks. So we actually went back and compared ultrasounds from um, early in this pregnant early in this pregnancy. So all my ultrasounds were done with my previous practice, and he found that there was. Um, a discrepancy of up to five days based upon the baby's measurements from the first ultrasound to the second one that they did. And he looked into all of this because my belly has been measuring smaller and he just wants to make sure that like I'm given enough, enough time. Like what if, what if the due date was, is off by a week, you know, that can make a huge difference in the way that like the end of this pregnancy turns out. He had me go back in my app that I use because I don't, I use natural family planning. So I'm not on the pill, which is a whole episode for another time about why I made the decision to use natural birth control. Um, so f- I have almost two full years worth of monthly charting in my phone that can show how long my monthly cycles are. So we went back through like so much of that in the months leading up to conceiving this baby. And we actually found that my cycle fluctuates between 28 to 31 days. So there's a range of five days there. So depending on when I ovulated the month that we conceived this baby, my due date could be, I could have been told that it's five days sooner than it really is. So he's not putting a finish line or a timeline on anything because those ultrasounds were off of in a five day range and my cycle does fluctuate up to five days. So in his mind and on his records, he actually bumped my due date back by five days just to give my body and this baby a little bit more time. So not going to lie, the logical part of me 
is thrilled. Like more time in my mind equates to better opportunity to do this versus if I would have not left my last practice, I would have met my baby 10 days ago. Like they wanted to schedule C-section, which would have been 10 days ago from the day that this episode is going to come out. My doctor now is like, baby's healthy, fluid is good. You're healthy. Like I've stopped gaining weight. I haven't gained a pound the last three doctor's appointments. He's like every, you know, you're not packing on fluid. Like your heart rate's still good. Your blood pressure's good. Baby has, like I said, sufficient fluid, which is huge at this point. So I'm going to give you, you know, five more days. The emotional part of me, I'm like, I'm literally going to be pregnant for the rest of my life. I'm like, I don't want five more days because it's five more days of being pregnant and I'm just done. Like anyone out there that's been pregnant before, you know, at the end, like there's no other way to say it. You're just done. So logically, I'm so thankful and thrilled to have a doctor that trusts women's bodies and babies and who will allow me to continue to be pregnant until I either go into labor or until it's no longer safe and we have to medically intervene. But emotionally, like I said, it's just kind of, you know, I'm like, okay, well, just when you think you're in that final week, like now he's like, all right, well, maybe you, maybe you're five more days, five less days pregnant than we think you are. And those five less days are going to be all the difference between intervening and inducing or scheduling a C-section, depending on what the position of the baby is at that point in time versus giving your baby an opportunity to come when it's ready. So I asked about induction. I've like asked all the questions at this point and research shows and his years of practice have both shown that the best outcome of natural labor and birth, especially for VBAC women comes from a woman going into labor when her body is ready. So like this obviously means like have all the sex and walk and do all the things. Like he told me, he like gave me homework. He's like, I want you to have as much sex as possible and I want you to walk. And I'm going to ask you next week if you, if you did these things. So like when I asked on Instagram a couple days ago, tell me ways to induce labor. And every other person was like, have sex. It must just not work for me. I don't know, but I'm going to keep having sex. I'm going to keep walking. I've gone through so many boxes of red raspberry leaf tea at this point. It's like, I can't even look at it anymore. So I'm going to do the things that I can do to help my body and help this baby. But he isn't really for intervening when it's not necessary, meaning I haven't had my membranes swept. He's not just going to induce me because I'm over it kind of thing. So this is where we are. We're just waiting. You can clearly hardly breathe. Um, <laughs> but I'm in like a, a weird place of peace where I know I'm so close that, that I know it could be literally any moment. And to be honest, last night in the middle of the night, I woke up to use the bathroom at 2.22 a.m., which is strange because I've been waking up at that exact same time for like the last few nights. And I got back into bed and like consistently every 20 minutes I was having contractions that were keeping me awake. Like I have Braxton Hicks all day long, but the ones that I was having last night was, they were a little bit different to the point that I woke up Rico. And I was like, I'm going to start timing these and you might need to like think about this maybe being labor. And then they went away after like four hours. So it's positive. I suppose my body is, is trying and it's prepping, but it's not the real thing yet, but it will be. So there's an update. 
thank you guys so much for being invested and for caring. It's been really cool to share this with you. And I can't wait until I can show you who this baby is and share the, this baby with the world. I mean, this has just been, it's been incredibly cool. And if nothing else, like I've said, just having my emotions and my feelings documented, I know it's going to be super cool to listen back to this when this is a memory and a thing of the past. So thank you. And as long as I'm not going into labor in the middle of the night and racing to get to the hospital that is 30 minutes away, I'm going to keep you guys posted when I think it's baby time. So thanks for rocking with me on this journey. Really pray to God that this is my last pregnancy update because like I said, I feel like I'm going to be pregnant forever, but I know I'm not, but I hope this is the last one. Thanks guys. You guys know that I love to share the things that I love most with you. So today I'm really excited to talk to you about a brand that I've literally been living in during this pregnancy. The brand is called Bumpsuit. Bumpsuit is the most comfortable, like when I say comfortable, it feels like butter on your skin and stylish addition to your wardrobe. Not only for pregnancy, but for postpartum or just because. All bumpsuits are double lined to help smooth and support and they come in a full lineup of styles so that you can take that whole what am I going to wear today thought off your plate. I'm really excited to tell you that you can use code GRACE20 for 20% off your entire purchase. If you're curious about Bumpsuit, check them out on Instagram at Bumpsuit or at www.bumpsuit.co. I'll link both below the episode. That's it for now. Thanks for tuning in. When you have a chance, rate and review. Hit subscribe to stay all in with new episodes. And if you enjoy All In with the Allens, be sure to share with a friend. In the meantime, follow along with our daily journeys on Instagram at grace.e.allen and ricardoallen37. Thanks again for joining and we'll see you soon. You. Yeah. <laughs>